everyone. Welcome back to Newfound Happy Hour. Uh, I think it's going to be a quick episode today. I just wanted to put something out in honor of Valentine's Day, and I think it's going to cater to everyone, even though it's just me ranting a little bit. Um, my name is Sarah, if you haven't listened before, and this is a podcast where I talk to people about their experiences here in Newfoundland, whether that's living here, working here, um, or leaving. And we usually have a different guest on, either someone with their own experience or story to tell, um, or local business owners, but today it is just me. And so I usually give my current opinion as a single millennial woman (laughs) living here in Newfoundland, but um, like I said, today I'm going to try to cater to everyone because I think regardless of your age or gender or relationship status, Everyone has an opinion on Valentine's Day, and I do talk about relationships and dating here and there in Newfoundland, so that's kind of what I'm going to be ranting about today. I feel like I've listened to a lot of other podcasts or watched different interviews and things where stuff like this is being discussed, and I just have a lot of thoughts, (laughs) and recording this podcast has been a great way for me to like get out my thoughts and move on from it and also connect with other people who are feeling the same way. Um, But before we start that, I know this is like a very small um, percentage of people who have this opinion, but I did want to address it. Um, Someone (laughs) recently said that um, I speak badly about men on this podcast, Um, and I'm not going to spend much time on this because I think that if you have that opinion, you've clearly never listened to a full episode. And if you have and you still have that opinion, you're offended by comments that I made about a lot of men's behavior uh, that me and my friends have experienced. So I'll just say if you have a problem with me saying that it's a problem that so many men cheat or have disloyal behavior in this province, because it's so small here and everyone usually finds out, um, why is that? Or if you don't like that I have men on my social media who are publicly liking and sharing posts Um, that hate on things that women do, why is that? The only people who would have an issue with comments like that that I've made would be the men who are behaving that way, in my opinion. Um, If you think it's fine for men to publicly shit on things that women enjoy doing, like the way they dress or things that they're interested in or music they listen to, I'm not sure why you're listening to my podcast anyway, because while yes, this is my opinion as a 20-something-year-old female, It's a welcoming space for everyone, and we don't have time to criticize the things that people are doing for their own enjoyment that's not hurting anyone, Uh, and we're all emotionally mature enough to understand that we can talk about general things that men and women do, and it doesn't mean that we're talking about everyone. So yeah, if you're upset by uh, the fact that those things happen, because they do happen, um, perhaps you should change or encourage your friends to change. That's just my opinion. Um, Anyways, I do want to talk about good relationships today because Valentine's Day is next week and the rant I'm about to go on will hopefully resonate with you whether you're in a relationship or not. Um, A lot of people might be celebrating this weekend and I've always enjoyed this holiday, but in the past few years, I think it's become one of my favorites. Like I'm really into like wearing red and pink and like words of affirmation is my love language. So telling people that you love them and hearing that they love you, I just, I like it. 
And I feel like it's being talked about more now than it used to be, like the fact that you can have many different forms of love in your life. But I know a lot of people, especially older people, stuck in the mentality that like that if you're single, it's a sad day. <laughs> and that's just not the case. And hopefully this episode will prove to everyone that that's not true. And that can be kind of hard sometimes because there there is a different kind of pressure here in Newfoundland to get married and settle down um, and to do it by a certain age. I've heard of a lot of friends who leave here and in maybe bigger cities or different provinces it's not the norm to get married and have kids so young. Um, not that there is anything wrong with that at all, but there is a pressure to do it here um, and to do it by a certain age. I think my whole outlook on relationships has changed in the past like five years or so, or maybe I'm just older and more aware. <laughs> but it's interesting to think that like the whole time I was dating as a teenager or young adult, like there was so much I didn't consider when I was doing that. And like, even considering like, what is the point of a relationship? I never consider that. I just thought that you were supposed to do it and that it meant like you were wanted. And I also thought it was always like the woman nagging the man, which is a very sexist way to think about it. Um, and it actually did a disservice to us all because I had low expectations and settled for way less than I deserved in a relationship. And I think maybe we all have to do that and experience that to be like, oh, wow, okay, that's not what I want. And I'm not doing that again. But still, it's interesting what a couple years and really thinking about what a relationship means can do to improve your outlook. And I just want to throw that in here as well. Like if you have anyone in your life who is a teenager or young adult like, I don't know why people didn't tell us this, or maybe we weren't listening, but I don't remember anyone ever telling me, like, what you should look for in a relationship or what makes a good partner. Like, those are such simple things, and I just don't think that anyone spoke about it until I was older. And even then, like, older people don't say that to us. It's, like, my friends and people my age who are talking about it, but... Yeah, like, sorry to my 13-year-old self who <laughs> didn't know anything. And that's why I value my friends and family so much, like, my other relationships so much. Um, I get support and love that way, and I feel full that way. And, like, it will just never happen to me that I will put any less priority on those relationships if I were to get in a romantic relationship. Um, but not everyone has this view. Like, there's still people... Um, of course, older people, we have an aging population. It's a very boomer mentality to think certain ways, but there are still people our age, not much older, who make certain comments. Like I actually saw a TikTok the other day and it was, what if we spoke to our married friends the way we speak to our single friends? <laughs> and it really got me thinking. And I posted a question on my Instagram of what are some annoying comments that people make about your relationship status? And I got a few responses, so <laughs> I just wanted to go through them because they're so accurate. And like whether you're in a relationship or you're not, there's always things that people are going to say about it. And I think we just need to stop. And I know people mean well, like I know people really mean well by these comments and 
are maybe even trying to be encouraging, but you need to look at like what they're really saying when they say things like, you need to put yourself back out there or you'll find someone when you least expect it. There were a lot of people who wrote in and said that they're sick of hearing that one. (laughs) Another one was, how is someone so smart, attractive, funny as you single? Uh, You mustn't want a boyfriend. Uh, my, my personal favorite is, aren't you lonely? <laughs> because like, I can just picture me sitting alone in a room, like distraught, cu- trying to come up with something to occupy my time just because I don't have a partner. <laughs> um, like it just makes it sound so sad, but, <laughs> um, and then there's the other ones that are like, I don't know how you can date in today's world. Like I would just die or like, that sounds so terrible. And then there's always the ones from family, like, oh, your sibling got married before you and you're older. Like, how do you feel about that? It's just like, we are living different lives on different timelines. And I think that's the part that people don't understand is that there are different timelines that people are living. But anyway, um, and like, these are generalized, of course, but I think a lot of them are geared to women. Like, I would be genuinely curious um, to know if, like your male friends or male partners get asked the same types of questions for any women who said that. Um, I think historically, like women are supposed to aim for marriage and kids. And I've definitely heard like grandparents say that. Um, And so like settling is kind of inevitable if that's your goal rather than finding a solid, healthy relationship with a partner. And that's probably why I get all of the, are you sure you're not being too picky comments? Those ones just really get to me because it's like, am I supposed to settle and pick someone that I don't really like (laughs) just so that I'm not like, quote unquote, alone? It just seems silly. Um, But all of those comments do give off the idea that we would be better off with someone, anyone, than to be alone, um, which is not true. And they all reinforce the idea that it's sad to be alone. But like, let me tell you, the saddest thing I've ever seen is when people stay in relationships too long when they're not happy or when they're not being treated well. And I can guarantee you I have been happier and less stressed in the past three years of being single than I have ever been when I was in a relationship. And like no shade to any of those people involved um, or to my friends who are in unhappy relationships, because those are things you have to go through and as you know, if you've listened to my episode on spirituality and life paths, like I think those things are meant to happen and they shape us into our better selves. So no shade there, but it's just proving that like you can be very unhappy while you're in a relationship and you can be very happy when you're without one. And a lot of people go through bad relationships and then they end up finding good lasting ones. And you think like, oh, yeah, I've done it. I'm moving in with someone or I'm getting engaged or I'm getting married. And then you get comments like these. (laughs) Why aren't you engaged yet? Why aren't you married yet? Why don't you have kids yet? Why aren't you having your second kid yet? Or then the ones of like, don't get married this way or don't get married that way. Don't be financially ready to have kids because you never will be. You should just have them now. And like, is that comment supposed to make anyone want to have kids? Because if I'm never going to be financially ready, that just (laughs) sounds really stressful. And again, like even if you are in a relationship, people make you feel like there has to be some expectation of what you do next just because you're in that type of relationship. 
So really, we just need to stop defining ourselves by our romantic relationship status, I think. Because like, can you imagine saying to your married friends, do you think you weren't picky enough? (laughs) Or like, how is someone like you married? You seem so great that you don't need someone else to complete you. (laughs) Like that was in the TikTok and it's so true. Or like all of the comments that people say like, I know that's what you feel now, but people always get divorced when they least expect it. (laughs) Or I know you said you didn't want to meet any more divorce attorneys, but I met someone really great. Like that would just be almost insulting because you're like assuming that they need those things in the same way that you think and assume that they need a partner, even though it's someone that they don't want. It's just hilarious. And like they just comments like that just devalue the other long-term relationships we have in our lives. I always think about how if I ever get married, I know who my maid of honor is. Like that is one thing about my wedding that is decided and like it's it's for certain. Like I have zero idea who the groom is going to be, <laughs> but I know that my maid of honor is right there. <laughs> like that's decided. So there has to be some kind of significance in that and those types of relationships. And those are the relationships that are there for you when you start dating someone, during the relationship. If it goes in the way of ending, they're there for you then. Um, Or they'll be the people standing at your wedding or being your longtime friends. And that being said, I do want to take today to shout out the great people who are dating my friends. I know I talk a lot of shit about, you know, people behaving in bad ways. But I have to say, like most of my friends in relationships today are with people who value them, who treat them well, who don't alienate them from their friends. They become friends with their friends, with me. And obviously, as I've said before, like the majority of my close friends are women. And the only reason I get so passionate talking about men who have done us wrong in the past is because I know that there are good ones out there and I know what a decent partner looks like. And so when you compare people, it's just so frustrating that they aren't acting more like the better partners that already exist. So yeah, very thankful for the friends who are dating my friends and family. It's really like when you see a good relationship, it teaches you more of what you want or what you don't want. And Yeah, I appreciate that. And I appreciate that I've never felt like a third wheel. So that's great too. And obviously, I have to give a shout out to all the single people. Um, It has been a defining part of my life to not be dating anyone seriously. And like I've dated some great people who would be great partners. Um, So that part of dating has been enjoyable. And I've made friends with people because we were all single at the same time and had things to relate to. But to not have a serious partner has made me like appreciate and see my other relationships for what they are and how important they are. And I'm thankful that like whether in a relationship or not, most of my friendships have been maintained, regardless if my friends have a partner or not. And if you're single this Valentine's Day and it's getting to you or you're not feeling it. I do have some suggestions of things that have helped me because I did not always have this good mindset. (laughs) I was very upset once upon a time. And it's so easy to be like cynical. And it's so easy to make jokes about being single forever. 
but there are things that help you get to a better place. And some of these are just suggestions of things to do, but some of it is material that has made me be like, yes, that is exactly how I feel and exactly like what I think. And so even if you are in a relationship, these will benefit you too um, to either maybe reevaluate the relationship you're in or do things that will make it even stronger. Um, So I think a big one was doing things alone, like going to do a workout alone, going to get a coffee alone, sitting at a restaurant alone, going to a park alone, even traveling alone, especially like doing those things has made me feel fulfilled on my own. And just, I don't even, I can't even describe it, like makes you feel more comfortable in yourself and that you don't need a partner to go do things. And you get more peace of mind. Like it's so nice to just have like be in my own company. And then like having your own hobbies and plans aside from the partner or the people that you live with, I think is good. And like setting boundaries with the energy you let into your life. And that's in all ways, like whether it's work or your friendships or family or whatever. Um, I think that's really important because you learn what you want and you don't want and you actually make changes if you're not getting that. And then one thing, obviously, if you listen to other episodes, you know this, but thinking about your spiritual or religious or moral values and like thinking about if what you do in your life aligns with that, I think was a big thing for me. Um, And then looking into your love languages, if you're in a relationship, it's not too late to do that. It's probably beneficial to do that because then you can improve on it in your relationship. Or if you're single, then you know what you're looking for when you do start dating someone. And these next few um, pieces of material are really good if you struggle with everything I just mentioned, like if that freaks you out or you're still like, I hate being single and alone. Um, Nick Vial's podcast, I know he used to be The Bachelor, so if it's not your thing, you don't have to listen to those parts. He does a lot of really good um, relationship advice segments and his book is basically like accumulation of all of those things. And since listening to him, like I find myself thinking sometimes what would Nick say in this situation? Because like when you're dating someone or you're talking to someone or you're attracted to someone, you can be so blinded by all the other things about them that don't matter in the long run. And like, that's the voice you need to hear sometimes. And he makes really good points that like stick in your head. And like, I never want to come across as like holier than thou. Like, I know exactly what I'm talking about and everything I'm saying is right. All this advice goes out the window if a tall man with a backwards hat walks in for me. So (laughs) just to be like very honest. So you need a voice like that to like keep you in check and be like, what's really important here about how you should be treated. Another one is reading books about solo experiences. Um, This can vary depending on what you're into, but I obviously like traveling. So my favorite book, and I recommend it to everyone. So sorry if you're sick of me like talking about this book. Um, but it's called What I Was Doing While You Were Breeding. And it's about, it's actually uh, written by someone who was a writer on That 70s Show and How I Met Your Mother. And it's about like her solo traveling experiences over the years that she was single and not single. And any podcasts that talk about this kind of thing, like Girls Gotta Eat, it is specifically targeted towards women, but like the lessons are beneficial for everyone and they're very validating in all the different ways that you might feel 
in different stages of relationships. Um, and then the last one that I've only recently discovered is anything with Jay Shetty. So his opinions on relationships are good. They are for everyone. Um, he did a collab with Girls Gotta Eat and Call Her Daddy. That was a really good episode. And the whole time I listened to both of those, I was like, yes, that is so true. Everything they're saying just makes so much sense. Um, yeah. And the goal, like, it isn't just to be okay without a partner or like focusing on that. It's to be a complete person on your own so that when you do find someone who's also in that position, hopefully, with a mutual attraction, you'll just be the best versions of yourself possible and like so sure in yourself that you get the benefits of a relationship rather than the drama and potential hot mess. And as Beyonce said, (laughs) marriage can be a source of joy and love and mutual support. And that is true, what she said, uh, but it is not the only one. It is definitely something to be valued, but it is not, I don't think it needs to be the main goal in your life. So anyway, whatever you are doing this week, um, put on some red and pink and celebrate whatever love you have in your life, or you're going through a breakup and you just want to stay cynical, um, that's okay too. That's a phase that you need to go through. And you can listen to a breakup playlist. Um, I have one that I share to all my friends anytime they're going through a breakup. And maybe I'll find a way to share that. Maybe I can put it on Spotify. Because yeah, that's motivating. That helps you get out of it. um, Or helps you wallow in it if that's what you want to do. And you can just swap the red clothes for red wine. This is a happy hour after all. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I hope... This has validated you in some way or as always motivates you to see a different point of view or to improve on things in your life that would make it better. Um, I feel better after ranting about it all and I have a very busy weekend coming up. If you can't tell, I like to match the theme of what we're doing. So like if it's St. Patrick's Day, I'm wearing green. If it's Valentine's Day, I'm wearing pink. If it's Super Bowl Sunday, I'm eating the appetizers and drinking the beer. That's my weekend plan. I hope whatever you do, you enjoy it. And I will be back um, with the next bi-weekly episode. It's going to be a continuation of the starting your year off right episodes. So we're going to be talking to someone about healthy relationships with exercise. This is something I think everyone struggles with at one point or another. And so we're going to be talking about that and talking about good ways to have a healthy relationship with exercise. Um, So yeah, that will be next time. And as always, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok if you want to have a look at that. I'm trying to get more video content out. I just know that I like watching podcasts more than I like listening to them. I like how podcasts have kind of just become television talk shows like (laughs) these talk shows didn't exist and now people just put them on YouTube and it's the stuff we all want to see so more of that is coming and let me know what you think about it all I really like getting comments on episodes or things that I've been talking about so yeah thanks for that and I will see you next time have a good weekend everyone (laughs) 